What's up, everybody? It's Game Boyos. I haven't been on this podcast or doing the podcast for over, well, it's coming up over two months now. No, it's not two months. Hang on. A month. Fucking, <laughs> don't even know what days of the week, months, anything is. Uh, 5th of March is the last time I did um, a podcast. So the day today is the 24th. 24th, is it? I could be. It's a Friday. Um, I know it's a Friday, that at least. Anyway, um, <laughs> I haven't done a podcast because a couple of things. I haven't been well. I haven't been well at all. I've been really fucking bad. Um, and the thing is, obviously not being in work at the moment. I've got a lot of time on my hands, uh, but I've just not had the energy to kind of do something like this. This is the first time in weeks that I felt that I could sit here and talk about games, which is what we hear about, not to hear about my fucking my problems or anything, you know what I mean, you, you, you're clicking on this because it's about video games and a lot has gone on in the video game world over the last couple of weeks, especially since I haven't been on your last and I can't remember the exact dates of everything that was coming out and everything but I'll go in order of what games were um, when I left off what were coming out and stuff. And the first one was Neo 2 and I'd said in my last podcast how impressed I was by that game really good the beat it was brilliant it was it was really good really flipped my mind on it and i've been playing that and it's been absolutely frustrating the shit out of me it has you know it's a game that's going to push you to the, to the edge which they do you know bloodborne did the same for me uh dark souls games did the same um i didn't play the surge the surge wasn't my thing i tried it i just couldn't it didn't click i couldn't get that kind of a feel for it. I don't know what it was. It was just something I couldn't get my, my head around. So I didn't bother much with that. Um, I've gone back to Neo 1. So I've replayed Neo 1 now after playing Neo 2. Because I remember when the demo came out of uh, Neo 1. I hated it. Didn't like it at all. But since I've played Neo 2. I've gone back and I, won, I, I can get myself into it a lot more. So that was that. Neo 2. Brilliant game. Everyone should get that game. The other thing that obviously came out after that was Resi, Resi 3. And there was a massive problem with the, there's a game stores over here. I don't know what country you're in, but game, uh, GameStop is what would be in the USA. And the game store is what's over here. Now, they closed all these stores and they didn't give anyone who had in-store orders the opportunity to purchase their games or get the games. So if we'd ordered like Resi 3, Final Fantasy 7, you were shit out of luck. It was only last week that they actually lifted, or they sorted out, sorry, what they were going to do for an online order system. Loads of people lost their um, orders for the collector's editions and the deluxe editions. It was a shitstorm. Absolutely fucking, for a big company, it was very unprofessionally done. And it just didn't didn't go well. I had to order my Resi three from um uh, another online um uh website, which I was lucky to get that. The game is not what I expected. I go with you. It's um. It's it's drab. It's shit. I'll say that. It's not. It's not the best. It lost the, 
the, the kind of new Resident Evil 2 when they remade that stop it Resident Evil 2 when they brought that out last year it was fresh it was it was rejuvenated it was special and Resident Evil 3 just felt it did the exact same thing but it didn't capitalise on it it felt easier it felt more rushed it didn't seem as how can I say oh more, more cared for i not I didn't play the original Resident Evil 3 back in the day. I didn't play that. So I don't know how much of a comparison I'm looking at. I'm only looking at the comparison of uh going in as this new, fresh kind of look at it. The Nemesis fights were easy. I didn't have the game on easy. I put it at a hard set I could put it at and I try to push myself on every game that I have so that you've got a challenge. Um it's something I've always done with most games, just so that you can kind of some games you want to you want to push yourself and you want to get in that environment. You want to put yourself if you were going through it, how hard would this be in real life? And that's why I think I like games like uh, Neo, uh, Neo and Bloodborne and and those kind of games that just push you to the edge of you want to throw a controller, but you don't. You just get a frustration out. Um. This this is the thing with Resident Three. It was short as well. I mean, there's an um a trophy if you do the game in under two hours. That's quite frightening. That if you can do a, a game on that magnitude in under two hours, it's it's not worth your money. And I did the game in under six hours, just under six hours. So, you know, and I was going through it really slow, trying to get all the bits I could get, all the all the um. Oh, I don't know all all the pickups you could do through the game. It it was not. It was disappointing. The demo was brilliant, and I thought, oh, you know, you only played the demo. You wanted more. You know what I mean? Soon as like you you finished that demo when they released it on the the consoles, you were like, I can't wait for this game. And when it was released, I was playing it, and I just thought, this is. This is not what I wanted from this game. I'm not sure. I'm not saying a lot of people say this, you know thinking the same thing, but it just felt short for me, very short. And I hope if they're gonna go into Resident Evil Four and stuff like this, they put a bit more effort. I'd rather wait two years for a game and put a bit more extra stuff into it. We don't exactly need um a like for like remaster, but with a bit of fresh um quality. I want I want quantity as well. I want something. To, you know, I need a bit of both. Like anyway, and as I was saying before, Res um, Final Fantasy Seven. That a lot of people had it early because people who are online ordered stuff. There was a problem with deliveries at some point from Square Enix, so a lot of people had to get the game a week early. Some people had it on the day. I myself didn't have the game till the week after, so I didn't get it till the fourteenth. Is it the front? I know they came out on the tenth of April. So that was following week. I can't fucking think of what day it was. Anyway, it was the Friday after I had mine. So I'm playing through that at the moment. The only thing I'm picking up at the moment I don't like. It's quite a big game, from what I can sense so far and what I'm feeling. I haven't looked on any Google searches how big the game is. I know it's been split into two parts. I know this because it was blasted everywhere all over social media. Um, the the game likes to say the word shit a lot, 
I mean, I'm a couple of hours in, and every time a character gets the opportunity to say something, it's followed by the word shit. Now, I'm not one of these ones, because I, I swear a lot, and I swear a lot on you, and I'll swear as I do in general. I'm not one of these ones that in video games, or they shouldn't swear, or they shouldn't... But if it's appropriately done, um, it's like certain films. If you, you watch certain films, certain words are used inappropriately just because they can use that word, or things are said that doesn't need to be said in that context or that point. And the game does that, and that's... It's a forced, um, it's a forced point. You know what I mean? Like you could be just walking around down the street, and you just I don't know, just random some kid will run into you, or you run into a kid and just be like shirt, shirt, and then like every character when they're in a fighting scene, oh my god, shirt, shirt, and I'm like, you know, it's like oh fucking hell, Re- really? Did you have to say that word? Not that I don't like that word, like I said, but the game doesn't need to do that doesn't doesn't didn't need that in it didn't need that context in it I've, you know i've played some of the like the most horror games and thriller games and stuff like that but this is where the final fantasy writing is poor the translation the trans trans every um fucking trans fucking the transference of everything is just is all fucking off it is it, it's a shit story basically and it's a lot of gumph as well it's a lot of filler in it like the when you get past the first level we call it um stage sorry whatever they want to call it and then you go into like two three four whatever it's fucking crap it's it's annoying it it drags it's pointless there is i was in this game where there's just just doesn't need to be there it's not, I don't know, I picked up the deluxe edition from Square Enix, I had to have it delivered from France because of the fuck up in our country with the game stores and, and everything else. So because there was a massive screw up, I had to order it from abroad and I had, like I said, I had a week later, I've been putting my time into it, the combat systems are fiddly to start with but you get used to them pretty quick you know we like after about an hour um you get used to to how it all works and everything it's not a hard system it's your your memory comes into the use of it it's quite simple then but the game i i don't know it tries to create a story that I didn't play like I'll go through this again all right I didn't play the original Final Fantasy 7 I remember my mate playing it and saying about it and I was just like I couldn't deal with that turn-based fighting system my head wasn't in that that at that point and this is like a semi-turn-based kind of fighting system it's not it's full combat obviously but you've got that slow motion point in where you can control the environments and you can do your casts your spells and your abilities which is pretty cool and you controlling the other characters as well which is good it's a good structure of stuff but the game's not found that wow thing for me yet. It's not. I'm 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 holding out for it. You know. Um. I'm hoping that it can bring me a um, um a level where I'm gonna go. Wow. This this is a this is a brilliant game. You know. Just get over the first couple of hours, and after you get past first then the first couple of hours, the game is is gonna excel. I'm waiting for that moment because big games sometimes they have to wait. They have to do that. And it's keeping you hooked then. 
Um, that's that's the that's Final Fantasy basically in a nutshell at the moment. The other news probably at the moment is oh, this is old news. I've got it written down. It's written me Google Stadia was free or something. Don't hold me to that. I don't know. That was a while ago I seen that. I wrote in my notes for this podcast when I got around to doing it. So I, I don't think the controlling shit is free. That's just because that would never make sense. But I know could choose a whole how it works, but I think it's, a, it's about three games. I think that's Google Stadia's entire library, three games, and they're free. Um, so <laughs> you, can, you can play them three games to your heart's content. The other thing with free games at the moment... Obviously, because we're all in this lockdown and we're all staying at home. Hopefully, we're all staying at home that needs to stay home. If you, you, you are a key worker or you are someone that's out there in this front line and like a bus driver or someone who's working in the uh, supermarkets, my hat goes off to you. You fucking, you, you're all saviors at the moment in this, in this fucking shit time and, and not all of you getting as much credit as you deserve. So, you know, that's a, that's a big thing as well that it's not just the NHS that are doing an amazing job. I think a lot of other people as well are. Like I said before, I'm self-employed and my work, I couldn't work. They were told, the government told me I had to shut down. So I couldn't do nothing. So for people who are staying at home and abiding by all this shit, apart from when doing your daily exercises, going out, get some fresh air. you got to get out, get some fresh air. It's one of those Jay Springer mid-winter moment um, spiels, isn't it? <laughs> Um, Bandai Namco give uh, has given everyone Pac-Man Championship Edition two for free. It came on the PlayStation Store yesterday as a glitch, and then it came on Xbox today. I found I I I seen it pop up, so that's free. It's free on the PlayStation Store now as well, so you might want to go get Pac-Man, and that is something that's that's it's gonna it's be with me forever. Pac-Man is. Because it's it's one of the first games I played growing up as a kid that was was amazing, back in the eighties. Um, there's loads of other free games as well. PlayStation have uh putting out Journey and Uncharted Collection for those who haven't already got it. It was a bit of a stiff for the ones who had it on the PlayStation Plus because you can't then keep them games if our PlayStation Plus um runs out. We don't get them games then because. We can't activate them from within the menu, which PlayStation needs to sort that out. So that's not a feature I like about PlayStation, that you don't get an option to buy a game after they've given it to you on PlayStation. So if a game goes on sale, or if they give some, if they give a game for free on the store, and it's already been given on PlayStation, you still can't activate that game. So they need to work on that. So the UK, US and China all give Journey and Uncharted. I'm not sure about the other countries. Apart from Germany, I set up a German account. You can set up any account for anywhere in the world on your PlayStation. And you can Google how to do this. It's easy. It only takes about five, ten minutes at the most. Um, so I've got a German account now also on my UK account. So I could download NAC2. NAC2 is available in Germany. So do yourself a favor and set up a German account and download that so you can get NAC2. The other thing was obviously the PS, um, P, the PlayStation this year, they said there may be shortages for the PS5. And I'm going to go into the controller um, system about that now, about the new controller and what everybody thinks of that. It's not what I expected. 
the controller looks like a Xbox controller. I know a lot of people out there are going to say, no, it doesn't. But it fucking does. I'm a massive PlayStation advocate. I think PlayStation is more accessible and a more better feature-based system than an Xbox. The... How can I say? The... The out the outlay outlay of it is very similar to an iOS or iOS system on Apple iPhone. I look at the PlayStation as an as an Apple iPhone, and the Xbox is a an Android iPhone like a Samsung. And I think it's because the PlayStation has an easier interface. The way it's set out, it's more structured. It's more straight to the point. It doesn't like to clutter too much. Xbox is all over the shop. Um, it's a fucking terrible interface. I've said it for years. They could simplify, uh, simplify it. There is probably a system, um, an interface system that would work much better for them if they just put a fucking X up the screen. So an X, so as they got four segments on your Xbox screen rather than this down scroll thing. You know what I mean? Um, if you imagine, if anyone's played Days Gone. Now, Days Gone on the menu system has a four-point triangular system which forms an X in the middle of the, obviously the screen and you've got your um, connecting parts around it. I think the Xbox could have something like that. So they could have a bigger massive X on your TV and then four points around that then which would be like for your, your games, the Game Pass, um, your home and settings part, and something like a an ongoing like featured screen for what's like the, the most active game for the day or something like that. You know what I mean? They could really do it really smart if they wanted to. But it's not. It's a shit shit show. Hey, back to the controller. The controller just looks bulky like an Xbox controller. I like the Xbox controller, but I like the PlayStation controller and I probably prefer PlayStation to keep in line with their more sleeker kind of controller the d-pad obviously it depends on which technology is in this controller that's why it's probably so big i mean we don't really know fully yet what the controller can do i know they've put a few points on it but until we get into the with the base of the game and the 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 motion the sense of it the sense motion thing that they want to do when you're playing the game you don't even notice the control in your hands after a couple of seconds anyway you just kind of it's naturally it naturally comes to you as a gamer you do you know it's not something that you focus on a lot you know where the buttons are you know exactly the layout of the pad but the controller just didn't look <laughs> something i was expecting to look like i expected it to keep it more in the line of what they had a few little niggles and new twitch tweaks to it but not to the drastic change that they made that it changed um i'm gonna explain like the samsung galaxy right galaxy phone never had a button on it the iphone always had a button at the bottom of the screen if you think of an iphone you think of that little button at the bottom of the screen and you know what i mean it's it's when the iphone stopped making the button at the bottom of the screen and became a full screen is then you think this how you just become another generic following line with every other um smartphone that's about 
PlayStation's controllers felt I feel this done the same thing. It's it's done its own thing for so many years, and now it's just folded into the generic bulky controller. That's just my take on it. Um, when I'm playing it, though, if I do get when I get one, I'll probably just shut my mouth and say this is the best controller ever made. But at the moment, from the look of it, I'm not a big fan of it. That's that's the only thing I'm I'm really um. Not really looking forward to the PlayStation console. God knows what the console's going to look. Probably keep it in the same line of... It wouldn't obviously be... I don't think it would be this tiered system that they've got now with the front. Where it's like a small slant. I think they might square it off on this. And then like the console may be like designed in like a half shape. So there'll be a... Because PlayStation, if you notice in the other ones, they do have that half split of the, the top of the console where part of it can come off. I think there will be some sort of feature designed on top of the the console. I don't think it'll just be a plain black um, or white surface with just the emblem on it. I think it may be split up in like um like a swirl type of thing. I don't know, like an S, I don't know. Um, I don't know, I'm just spitballing. But for this pod- first podcast back in, in such a long time, like I said, there's so much that's been that's had to be talked about, and there has been talking about, uh, film wise as well. I don't do a lot of I I I tried to do a film stuff on you, but actively I I that's not gonna happen for a while. Everything's just been delayed anyway. But other than that, stay safe, um, look after each other, and hopefully I'll be able to do another podcast soon with some more stuff, and, oh, if I go, Last of Us being delayed. I nearly, nearly forgot about it. I didn't write it down and I completely forgot about it. Before I go, Last of Us being delayed is obviously a massive thing. Don't know when he wanted that, but obviously under the circumstances at the moment, I think Ghost of Tsushima may do the same thing. Hopefully they can work something out that we can get Last of Us. But it is a bummer that's been bumped. And that's the only other thing I wanted to say. So on that note, look after yourselves, stay safe. And tune in soon for another episode where we'll talk more shit about games and bits and bobs. See you all soon.